you ain't first, you're last. A podcast dedicated to our, if you're not first or last, Fantasy Football League. League Commissioner Alan Byrne here alongside Boo Earn's own Byrne on What's cracking? Alright Alan, how are you this week? Uh, good week. All good, good, my friend. Good slate of games this week. Some, uh, some interesting news in the last day or two. Lots to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, some good games in the league this week. Um, some high scores, some low scores, more injuries. Uh, some, you know, it's all yeah, all good, all good. We'll start with the big news of the week. Le'Veon Bell, released by the Jets, signs two days later with the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you know? Uh, it looks like they're signing him on a one-year deal. Um, I think it's good for the Chiefs, bad for fancy football. Yeah, that, you know, you don't know what kind of role he's going to have. Is it going to affect Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Uh, you know, what kind of values Le'Veon Bell got now? Uh, I think it really, it, it's really going to affect Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I think is the main thing. You know, you could imagine that goal line red zone work is now going to go on Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely going to affect his touches, if anything, which is... I mean, definitely going to bring back his production. And it's it's hard to know whether either of them will have enough touches on a weekly basis to be completely depend... You can depend on them every week. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and we only talked about it last week in last week's pod that, that, that Clyde Edwards just hasn't been able to get it done in the red zone. We thought they'd go out and get a big body back, but they didn't, but they got... A serious red zone target. Oh, for sure. Like I mean, realistically, Lev Bell made a mistake leaving Pittsburgh. I mean, he's probably still top five back in the league if he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, the big news on the injury front this week was obviously the nasty injury suffered by Dak Prescott. Uh, a fracture to his ankle and a dislocation as well. It's some nasty stuff. Yeah, compound fracture and the bone was protruding through the skin by uh, all accounts. But he seems in good spirits, but I'm not sure I'm not sure how big a setback it is with Andy Dalton. I think that, uh, that yeah. offense is yeah. set up to succeed and Andy will be able to get it done. Very capable. Yeah, probably probably the best backup in the league, you know, a uh, guy who's who who's been through it all, a lot of experience, and um, hopefully for me they'll lean on Zeke a little more, you know. Yeah, uh, you would, you specifically would hope that. <laughs> um, any other news of uh, of note this week? Uh, nothing coming to mind. That's really relevant fancy football now yeah yeah um obviously we had Tuesday night football for the first time 
the Pats uh, Broncos game, which was uh, suspended on this coming week, uh, which we'll talk about a little later. Uh, and some news out of the Falcons that one of their backroom staff, but it doesn't uh, seem to be as bad as uh, was first indicated that there was multiple cases. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the case, and the Falcons uh, heading for uh, heading for a week six game. Yeah, no, I think it's just they closed down everything pretty much straight away. Pure precaution. They didn't want another Titan scenario underhand. Yeah, and, and, and news yesterday that uh, OBJ was sent home from uh, from training with an illness, but uh, unconfirmed that it was COVID, unlikely to be COVID, just some sort of other illness, but uh, he should be good to go at the weekend. Yeah, you would think All so. All right. Yeah. Let's take a look at our week five rundown. Week five is over and another weekend of doozy matchups we had in our league. Our game of the week saw league toppers, batshit draft merchants take on second from bottom, Shake and Bake. Shake and Bake had Herbert, Man Crush, Josh Jacobs, Ridley, Metcalf, Lamb and Bridgewater all reached the 20 point mark on Sunday. But not to be outdone, the batshit draft merchants had Goff, Sanders, Gurley and Mahomes all do similar damage through Sunday and Monday nights. After a morning fist pumping, we headed into our first ever Tuesday night NFL game where Shake and Bake needed just .58 points from Devil Singletary. It was, however, a very lackluster game from Singletary, but he managed to get 4.3 points and Shake and Bake take their second win of the season by a small margin. Shake and Bake move up to 2-3. and three. Batshit draft merchants down to 3-2. and two. Owen? Uh, yeah, uh, very tight game here. We saw uh, Ridley bounce back after his uh, blip last week. Uh, yep. Justin Herbert seems to look to business. He's uh, He's been sure playing does. quite well. Uh, Jacobs had a nice game in the surprise win over the Chiefs. Yep, yep. Uh, there's just some guys on um, on the Batshit Draft Merchants who are they're just they're just finding patches of inconsistency. Uh, Cooper Cup is hard to rely on. It's either him or Bobby Woods every week. It's you can never know which one it is. Uh, Gallup mm. hasn't been uh, setting the world on fire thus far this year. And yeah. Keenan Cole has been has been up and down, and it's it's hurting this week. Absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah, and also um, Todd Gurley continuing to get it done. Looked like some of his old Todd Gurley stuff at the weekend. Got a lot of a lot of good yardage. Got his touchdowns, targets. He looked yeah. like the old guy. For sure, um, he's definitely looking better than expected. Uh, in, in that offense, who have never really relied on a heavy run game before. Yeah, yeah. Alright, our beatdown of the week befell the Nina football team at the hands of Sundays are for the Boys, which surely must have given him some flashbacks to his dismal 2019 campaign. Sundays are for the Boys had big weekends from Watson, Cook, Tyreek, Thielen, Carr and a monster from the Colts D. To put the result beyond doubt early on Sunday. In a pitiful response, the Nina football team had a season first where no player hit 20 points on the team all weekend. 
Kamara and Hollywood Brown came close, but five players failed to hit double digits, including a goose egg from Scotty Miller. Left them just shy of 70 points in the hole. Woof. Sundays are for the boys. Move up to 3-2. and two. Need a football team also on 3-2. and two. What do you think? Yeah, uh... Definitely, definitely some huge letdowns here from the Nina football team. Um, Scotty Miller, of course, getting him off to the worst start possible. When yep. one player played, no points on the board in the Thursday night game. Bears, mm. Bears doing the business there. Bear down. And it's, I thought it was funny that it's, you don't often get it where your team scores 34 points and your quarterback does not throw a touchdown. Danny Dimes with a dud seven in a close game against the Cowboys. Yeah. Crazy. More more turnovers, more fumbles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, yeah. They're they're coming into a nice bit of um a nicer schedule. So hopefully he might be able to shine just for himself if if no one else. Um otherwise he could be in a quarterback battle with a new rookie next year. Absolutely, yeah. Fumbleyana Jones, I heard him call this week. So there you go. <laughs> Jesus. Alrighty, yeah. game three saw unnecessary roughness battle back to the future. This one was back and forth all weekend. Breeze, Zeke, and Moore put up good numbers for unnecessary roughness, but the trio of Schultz. Deontay Johnson and Mo Ali Cox total a combined 2.4 points, which was due to poor play and an early injury to Deontay Johnson. This opened the door for Dak to the Future to keep pace through the weekend. The double team of Hopkins and Murray, along with the Rams D, put up big numbers, and they were just a little behind as we headed to Monday night. Unnecessary roughness didn't have to rely or didn't want to rely on the Titans game going ahead and thus left Tannehill, Smith and Brown on the bench with a combined 72.2 points. Dak to the future stuck with King Henry and he had a stormer to propel them to the win. However, Dak to the future lost their leading QB in Dak Prescott. So now Dakless in the future move up to three and two. The inconsistent, unnecessary roughness back to two and three. Owen. Uh, yeah. Um. This is just clearly a story of you not thinking that the Titans game would have went ahead. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. I, I I just couldn't rely on it. I had to make the choices before, because stories were still coming out throughout the weekend. Issues with the Titans, you know, and I, I just didn't run to rely on it, and obviously, big mistake. Yeah, well, I think most people in our league um, try to uh, avoid it where they could, and uh, yeah. except for um, Dak to the future or Dakless for the future, um, with Derrick Henry, they went for it, rolled the dice, and it paid off. Absolutely, your yeah. tighter end room is garbage. All garbage, absolute garbage. Yeah, yeah. And is uh, is it too early to assign sick note to Deontay Johnson? I mean, I think that's a a real question. Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's two games he started and basically got out injured in the early in the early early plays. Uh, it's hard to know. Did he shake off the first injury? Uh, you know, you just don't know. Uh, obviously, when he plays, he's a target machine. So, you know, it's it, it's tough. But look, I've AJ Brown now back from injury, so hopefully, uh, you know, he'll fit right in. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's a great player when he's at when he's on his game, but that's twice now this season he's started a game and left early with less than one fantasy point. Yeah, yeah, painful, painful. All right, game four saw the Cleveland Steamers try to reclaim top spot as they took on remember the tight ends. Cleveland Steamers shot out of the blocks with Wilson, Sanders, Slayton, and Big Ben hitting the twenty point mark on Sunday night. On the flip side, remember the tight ends only had Mike Davis with a big night as he almost reached 30 points. But seven spots failed to reach 15 points with three of those failing to get over five points each. It put them in a hole they would not get out of as Cleveland Steamers take the W, move back to the top of the table on 4-1. and one. Remember the tight ends back at the lower end, 2-3. and three. Nice weekend, Owen. Yeah, uh, another win in the bank. I was worried about this one. Um, didn't think I would win, to be honest. But I think it's more my guys stayed solid across the board. But uh, Quinny was pretty much let down across the board. A lot of players not doing what he would have hoped they would do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, yeah, Johnson it's... Taylor not not getting the the points you would want him to be getting. We thought maybe he would be. You know, top seven, top eight back in the league once uh, Marlon Mack went down. But yeah. they don't seem to want to give him the workload. But their offense is so strange. You know, it's just so strange, you know, with Philip Rivers there. Uh, and again, stats I saw during the week, he's been throwing to Moali Cox, the tight end in the red zone. And Moali has caught those touchdown passes in three of the five weeks. And in all three games they've won, and in the other two games they've lost. Uh, so losing at the weekend when he put up a goose egg. So, I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. Uh, who knows? But, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, sure P. River is just not good. You know, he's just... He's <laughs> he done. is not good. Yeah, yeah, he's done. But you you would think they would lean uh, they'd lean more on, 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 uh, on the running back. But... Uh, you know, that's not been the case. Yeah, for sure. All right, and moving he's... on to our final game, which saw the hapless Galladays continue their losing streak, this time at the hands of Easy Company 101. Easy Company at Carson, Robinson, Kelsey, Diggs, Anderson and Hunt all have big weekends to seal the W early on Sunday. All this while only having Nick Foles as their only starting quarterback. In their Superflex, they didn't even play a quarterback. Ugh. Registering the lowest score of the season so far, just getting over 100 points, are the hapless Galladays. Daryl Henderson and the Browns D, who they've since dropped, accounted for almost 50% of their total points. Six players failed to hit seven points each, including a goose egg from the since dropped David Moore. 0.8 points from Inman and 1.5 points from a thoroughly disappointing Zach Ertz. Woof! 
Easy Company 101 move up to 3 and 2. The hapless Galladay's 0 and 5. Owen. Yeah, uh, another hapless week for the hapless Galladay's. Another scenario where the, the bench wouldn't have given him the win either. Um, even if it was put on top of his starting lineup. Let down across, continually let down across the board. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, Clyde Edwards Lair now has Le'Veon Bell in his backfield, so it's hard to see where things are going to get better. McKinnon only got one carry the other day with uh, Mostert back. Lots yeah. of holes there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously the 49ers didn't play well at all, so yeah, it's hard to see how McKinnon. Uh, was going to produce, but yeah, yeah, look, it's a tough situation. It is a tough situation, whereas, uh, you know, easy company uh, going along nicely, you know? Yeah, um, Pori continuing to get good weeks from uh, Carson and Robinson on a weekly basis. Diggs, another big week. Robbie Anderson, the, the diamond in the rough, has clearly taken over as the wide receiver one there in Carolina. And, um, yeah. you know, Kareem Hunt's obviously doing the business as well with Nick Chubb out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you're talking about the best backup running back in the league. There you go. Yeah, they were for sure the best one to punch. Alrighty, looking on to the Sleeper Weekly Awards. The best manager of the week was the Batshit Draft Merchants. Put up a possible 96% of a perfect possible lineup. The worst manager, be myself, unnecessary roughness was 66% after the blowout the Titans delivered on Tuesday night. The biggest blowout of the week was Sunday's for the Boyd's demolition of the Nina football team. Narrow's victory was of course shaken bake over the Guana Draft Merchants. Highest scorer Sundays are for the Boyd's at 193.24. Lowest scorer of the season, the hapless Galladay's 104.7. Overachiever were Sundays for the Boyd's below expectations for the Nina football team. Players of the week, QB, Pat Mahomes, RB, Mike Davis, wide receiver Adam Thielen, tight end Travis Kelsey, defense Indianapolis Colts. Bench warmers of the week, Ryan Tannehill, Chase Edmonds, Chase Claypool, Jonna Smith and the Baltimore Ravens. So, we look ahead to week number six. And when we started out after our draft and we looked at how Easy Company 101 were set up for week six, they had multiple players and positions on, on a bye week for week six. So they started, to, uh, they started to get rid of those problems by trading away Russell Wilson. And then the COVID gods got involved and moved the Pats game, their bye week from week six back to week five. So now he only has a couple of spots uh, on bye week this week. And they take on the batshit draft merchants in what should be a good one. Two, three, two teams on three and two. Likewise, the three and two Nina football team take on the two and three unnecessary roughness. A tasty one as a four and one table toppers. Cleveland Steamers take on a three and two Dakless in the future. A 3-2, Sundays are for the boys, take on the 2-3, remember the tight ends. 
And finally, a 2-3 and three shake and bake looking to pile on the pain to an 0-5 hapless Galilees. Some more tasty matchups coming on. Yeah, uh, looking forward to my matchup with Back to the Future. Um, I think he might get the upper hand on me this week, but uh, it's going to be a good one. Also looking yeah. forward to Easy Company 101 and the uh, Batshit Draft Merchants. And also yeah. your game yeah. with the Nina football team should be uh, another tight matchup. Yeah, no, it should all be. Sundays are for the boys. Remember tight ends, another big one there. And uh, maybe the hapless holidays uh, get off the mark, you know. Uh, yeah, in a repeat, in a repeat of the toilet bowl from uh, from two thousand eighteen, you know. Yeah, yeah. Keen, uh, Keen, uh, he's got a lot of experience in that toilet bowl. He does. He does. <laughs> he knows how to get down dirty. Yeah, it's he's got a lot of players out. It's it's him that's being ravaged by bye weeks. As it turned out. Yeah, yeah. As it turns out, yeah. But he's 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 got a win this week, so uh, you know if he can bounce back with another win this week, that would be good navigation, you know. Some other yeah, uh, sure. league news. Uh, some other league news this week. Uh, earlier today, we we're recording on Friday here, and earlier this morning, a trade was completed between the Cleveland Steamers and the Batshit Draft Merchants. Cleveland Steamers get John Brown, wide receiver, Buffalo Bills, tight end Hunter Henry from the LA Chargers, and the Chicago Bears defense. And they send to the Batchet Draft Merchants, wide receiver Anthony Miller, Chicago Bears, running back Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins, and the Washington football team D. So a couple of big names on the move there, particularly Hunter Henry and Miles Gaskin going in opposite directions. Yeah, I uh, need a tight end. Um, Green has loads of them. We made it. We made it happen. Yeah, there you go. That's how you do it. That's how you. Very do easy it. to deal with. Appreciate Green. That was good. Yeah, nice. Um, outside the usual waiver fodder, uh, Quinny's put a couple of guys on the trade block. Running back Mike Davis, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster. Alrighty, we look forward to week six. So for the first time this season, I'm going to hit you with some preview questions. Here we go. In week six, can Easy Company one-on-one successfully navigate the faded week six with a W? Will Batchet Draft Merchants fist pump enjoy this week? Will Dakless in the future be okay when Dakless in the future? Will the Cleveland Steamers put a further stranglehold on top spot? Will unnecessary roughness find some consistency and put some wins together? Will Nina football team find their consistency and put some losses together? <laughs> Will Sundays for the boys regret relying on old legs Adrian Peterson? We'll remember the tight ends, get some trade value for Mike Davis, who's soon to be replaced by a returning CMC. Will Shake and Bake be able to watch this weekend at all, with man crushes Josh Jacobs and DK Metcalf, both on bye weeks? And will the hapless Galdays venture into the trade market, or continue to line up for waiver wire dart throws, and find that elusive W? All to be revealed in week six. Stay tuned. 
Oh, there's some good ones in there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. These are the bone crunching questions that have to be asked as we <laughs> navigate through this uh, this wild season so far. Yeah. Anything else to add, Owen? They'll be swiftly answered to. The hammer will come down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We want to for some. Alrighty. That's where we have it this week, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We are uh, rapidly approaching 100 downloads of our podcasts. Uh, so we'd like to thank you all very much for doing so. Checking in every week. Joining in the banter. Uh, leave some reviews if you want to leave some uh, reviews on, on your podcast uh, app of choice. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. Help those algorithms. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy weekend six. We got a no, uh, obviously a no football last night, Thursday night for the first time this season, but a doubleheader Monday night. Keep appeal for more COVID news and uh, set those lineups. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend, and I hope you all enjoy and roll on Reds on Sunday. Cheers, guys. Over and out. Bye. Woo! First and last!